podcast we are coming to you live from the ranger room in mammoth king studios in beautiful las vegas nevada we're in grasshopper invasion 2019 my name is dan my name is freddie and welcome to season four of power playthrough now power playthrough zio pp zio yes yes um it's been a long ride Legitimately, over a hundred episodes. Yeah, in a year, might I say? Ain't Not no one doing it like them PP boys. Like them PP boys. Congratulations to everybody that's doing their podcasts and still here a, a year later. Yeah, but our our brothers and sisters, them PP boys, put out a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Not and now, sure. we're stronger than before. That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah, over 100 episodes. That's not even counting the god-awful... The, the <laughs> Patreon the pat- content. <laughs> yeah. The Patreon content. Yeah, where we just get super fucking sloppy over there. Yeah, we legitimately just finished recording an episode where we spent 25 minutes talking about the decline of McFarlane Toys due to Suncoast <laughs> going away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, but, like, I'm proud of that. I'm extremely proud of that. That's, I, I say uh, not too shabby and I'm joking kind of, like, way because I'm always, you know, big proponent of self-depreciation humor. Because that's my bread and butter. But for real, good fucking job. Yeah. Good fucking job. I, I, I'm, I'm happy we did this. I'm happy we are where we are right now. Yeah. Feels good, man. Feels real good. Happy to be talking about Zio, which was one of the hypest fucking things that could happen to little Freddy. Now, let's talk about Netflix. Because the episodes that we're going to be talking about today are just a Zio beginning, parts one and two. Now, from my memory, is there was either no intro or it was the Mighty Morphin intro for these two episodes. Yeah, I feel like Fox may have had its own thing, like a recorded for it, where it showed little snippets of Zeo, and it's like, stay tuned for a brand new Power Rangers or something like that. Yeah. And I think that's all you got. I think that's all you got. And then it went straight into... I can s- understand for the Netflix X DVD releases that it wouldn't do the way it was shown on television. Yeah. Because we didn't really know that we were getting new powers. I mean, you... At this point, you knew because the toys were out. But I believe when it originally aired, it aired with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme. And then on week three, the Zeo intro cuts in, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck happened? I, no joke. Like, Goosebumps, as you said that, because I, I like kind of immediately put myself in that position yeah. of hearing the theme for the first time. And just, it's real. Like, that's, um, I, so. I mean, hearing it today. Yeah. Right before the recording. Yeah. It was still that moment, like, of excitement that we're not watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers anymore. And, like, shade and no shade to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. like, it's, you know, it's the show that. Well, that's what we call all T no shade. Yeah. Not being, like, not being petty. Tell them some truths. That's it. Um, Because, like we've said a thousand times, our memory is shitty. Mm. And we remember Green and White Ranger being the coolest shit ever. We don't remember Tommy being a whiny little bitch boy. (laughs) 
Like yeah. we don't remember. Uh, I didn't remember how stupid Rocky was. I didn't remember how terrible like his first season was. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I missed Jason. Yeah. Until this watch through. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of things now as uh, a couple of thirty year olds and looking at it, uh, looking at it now. There's uh, definitely some stuff that stands out to you that you just completely uh, glossed over as a kid because it was just the you know the it was um the sensory stuff was still big for you. Yeah, you know? and that's what you focused on. And that hearing Zio song like. The chorus singing Zio yeah. st- got me feeling energized for the podcast. Because there are times where, you know, anxiety and depression and things that are going on in life make me not want to be in this room. Yeah. And it, I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, hearing the Zio theme got me energized for another, at least this week of recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did, man. It did. It's so... Um, and the fact that when we finish this, we get to hear the O-Ranger theme for the first time. Oh, crazy day. Yeah. Um, so just to give a, some, a little love to this theme and this intro. Performed by Zio and the Mighty Raw, lyrics by Shuki Levy, composed by Jeremy Sweet. Okay. It is a remix of the, uh, of the main theme. It is a remix of the main theme. Um... But it is the perfect, I think I've said this episodes and episodes and episodes ago, but it is the perfect, perfect evolution of a theme song. Like, onto a new series. And, interestingly enough, until Samurai, this is the last time Go Go Power Rangers will be used in a song. That's true. That's true. This is the last time we hear Go Go Power Rangers in a theme song. Good point. Until Um, Samurai. Until Samurai. Where we always use it. Where we... You know, we bring it back for a little rehashing. But this is, I got to say, the perfect evolution of a theme song. For a show that is, you know, they they resisted going the way of Super Sentai for as long as they could. And that eventually is just like, it can, it's not sustainable. You can't do this every single time. You know, you can't just keep uh, doing this kind of hodge, this hodgepodge this hodgepodge kind of like uh, splicing and making the footage work. Just we gotta we gotta go to way of Super Sentai new suits. Let's get it going. Yeah, they still resisted. Yeah, because they didn't want to change the the cast. They still resisted. Yeah, but like um, for a transitional series, for the first time, we're not Mighty Morphin anymore. I think this is a perfect theme song. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic theme song even without even without that consideration i think it's probably i think it's better than the mighty morphin theme song it is i think it's better than uh, mighty but morphin. i think turbo is probably one of the best theme songs turbo is one of the best theme songs too the way that shit kicks oh it gets you ready but uh zeo just it 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 captures this is an upgrade you know this that it has that feel through and through this is an upgrade the theme song itself is a fucking upgrade what the Power Rangers are experiencing with the powers they get is an upgrade. It conveys the whole thing. The lyrics convey what's happening. It's all very uh, upfront, and uh, it's all very upfront and literal. You know, like it's it's stronger than before. Rangers at the core, all that. You know, yeah. like it's it tells you. And this intro we get with these, like, we get this uh, computer computer graphics of, like, this laser cutting out the symbol of the Rangers, you know, their respective symbol and stuff yeah. like that. And this theme song going, and it adds that fucking chugga-chugga guitar and the double bass, you know, like, a, like, holy fuck, that is dick fattening, leaking out of all my holes, you know, yeah. like, good shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Great job on the theme song. Great job. Yes. So, getting into the episode, the episode begins with a flashback of everything that's happened. Yeah, we get some Baywatch running. These ones were written in, written by Douglas Sloan and directed by Isaac Florentine. They came out April 20th and 23rd of 1996, respectively. Mm-hmm. 
So it's been a little bit over a m- two months since the last episode aired. Because um, Hog Day Afternoon episode two, part two aired February 17th, 1996. And like I said, this one aired originally April 20th. So a couple months. Yeah. Like almost two, a little bit over two months. Yeah. Yeah. It, 28 days of February. So it would have been 29 that year, I think. Oh, well, okay, 29. But it's been yeah, it's yeah, been, it's uh, been, uh, been two months. months. <laughs> in in time, kid time, yeah. enough time for me to forget how the season ended. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get a cut of basically the last six minutes of yeah the give, end. They give a it. rundown that they they assembled the Zeo crystal, but while this happened, uh, Rito and Goldar infiltrated the command center and set detonators, and then absconded with the Zeo crystal destroying the command center in the process and now our rangers are kind of baywatch running through the ruins of it yeah hoping to find some signs of life so they're walking through and they're just looking at the ruins upset about what they're going to do and we go to the moon where finster is trying to interrupt the celebration of the ranger's death yeah to say there's bigger trouble incoming they're like no finster there's not bigger trouble incoming the rangers are dead it's like no no you have to listen to me. I'm not listening to you. And then they get shook. Yeah, the whole place gets rattled. And Finster's like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The machine no, empire. No, 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 no. Bro, no, no. Goes, no, there is trouble. And Rita goes up to her her telescope and says, the, the let me check. Repulsoscope? Yeah, <laughs> and she looks back and she goes, we're in trouble, Zed. Yeah. We cut back to the quarry where everything is going down. And the kids are just sad, and they see something glowing in the rocks, and they start digging. But back up on the moon, that's when we learn about the Machine Empire being here. Yeah, the Machine Empire. Here, here it is. Our first look at our baddies for the series. Yes. And um, n- we get right into the new Sentai footage. We see the Machine Empire in its entirety with uh, like these... They're they're battle walkers and they're the the flying like they're they're cog jets whatever they're called like they like the huge like um uh huge marching formation shit it looks real you know yes um we were talking about this before we started recording where you were talking about how you don't think that King Mondo is more powerful than Lord Zed. Now, many times in this episode, they talk about how King Mondo's more evil. Yeah. And it's because he has he has a metal army. They're, they, well, they are machines. Yes. You know, they're machines. They're very, they, they operate like machines. They're very cold and uncaring. Things are seen as resources, you know? Consume this, uh, com- like fucking frack everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like just strip they don't mine need shit. Oxygen. Yeah, strip mine shit. We need this for we need we need minerals to make more, and that's it. You know, the life. Who gives a fuck? You know. So that's what makes them more evil. Yes. Know? And I don't think Mondo or any anybody of the court could stand up to Lord Zed, but because of the sheer numbers, they they are, that they are a fucking army. A literal empire is what makes them a threat. They're just a roving, all-consuming force. And if you think about it, at this point, them showing up with this incredible army poses the same level of threat yeah. that Zed and Rita yeah. and their five goofy-ass <laughs> compatriots Yeah, yeah. Pose. I I guess why I was saying this is because this is me coming to terms with it and, like, talking to my younger self, who was a little miffed that Lord Zed was made to look silly. But really, it's like... When you think about it, it's not like it's not the it's not a matter of like Mondo being more magically powerful or anything like that. It's simply that they have an empire and a massive empire. They have so many bodies at their disposal, and their and robots don't get tired. They don't get tired. It's never ending. You can make as many fucking clay people as you want. You only got six Tengus that you've been relying on for the past past season. You know, yeah. it's like. It, it, it's it just makes sense if from a pure purely um practical 
sense. It just it uh, it just it totally tracks why these guys are a threat. Look at them; they're fully operational. They're coming in. Um, there's a there's a line later I want to talk about that was the most interesting part of their like lore. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. I think in episode two. But we see Mondo. He's yeah. very pompous, talking about oh, you realize like. Like, uh, this will be our new world, my mechanical enchantress. Yeah, yeah talking to his wife, yeah. Queen Machina. Yeah. And they, she says, this is Rita and Zed's galaxy. And goes, that's a minor inconvenience. Yeah. We'll get rid of them. Mm-hmm. To where Rita and Zed put a for sale sign outside of their castle, and they're taken off. They got to go. Yeah, they, we just see them all off. And that, that's really where it hammered at home, that, like, why they're a threat. is because they got a, their moving operation. They're all carrying boxes. Yeah. <laughs> we got Tengus carrying boxes. They got to get the fuck out of here. They're a family business as opposed to a corporation. Yeah, yeah. This is a hostile takeover. Yeah. The Rangers have found what looks like the Zeo Crystal. Fully formed. Yes. Yeah, just still intact. <laughs> in full power. Yeah. How did how did Rito and Goldar drop it in their teleportation? Who knows? On the moon, everyone's complaining about how they got to lug in this stuff. They need overtime, yeah. but they ain't getting paid. Yeah. Uh, Zed's screaming at everyone. He wants to get fucking moving. They're trying to make their way to Serpentera so they can fly the fuck out of this place. Yeah, they have no idea where they're going. They just know they got to they gotta go. Yeah. The Cogfighters. What are they called? The, uh, what were those I just think they're called the Cogfighters in this. Uh, in O-Ranger, they have a specific name. Yeah. I but, feel... Uh, We'll find out. I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. You'll hear it. So. <laughs> so, yeah. They they find the Zeo crystal. They're holding it up. And Billy's like, hey, Tommy, put that shit down. You don't know what happened to it. <laughs> yeah. The implosion. Yeah. Duh. Billy puts on the dad pants like he's like he's had to the past Five, multiple episodes. Ten weeks. Yeah. It's like. Put that down, Tommy. And <laughs> he like, puts it on the ground, and then it locks all of their feet to the ground and creates a sinkhole. Yeah, they mm. they sink into the ground, into the caverns below. Yes. Uh, when they're running, so on the moon, when they're running a Serpentera, as Dan said, they have no idea where they're going to fucking go. This seems terrible. Like, even if they get in, like, Serpentera, they can't run forever. So yeah. Mr. points out, is like, well, Serpentera, you know, that thing eats gas. You know, like, yeah. the, like there, you get... No mileage with that thing. So we got to figure out where we're going. Rita's like, well, we need to go some someone evil. Someone will take care of us. You know, someone more evil than than any of us. Than even you, Zed. Yeah. He's like, no. No one's more evil than me. He's no. like, well, I'm calling my dad. And he's like, I, I don't want to live with that dude. <laughs> yeah. His house always smells like horchata. Yeah. <laughs> except for on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It smells like menudo. Yeah. He's always listening to menudo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to like, but again, it does. I'll say straight up, it does lead to the whole. Fu- it does lead to the fucking more, more and more to the whole Hispanic thing. Yeah, <laughs> move on in. <laughs> Come on, move yeah. into Dad's house. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Queen Machina and Mondo are super excited about watching Zed and Rita run. Yeah, They're like yeah, they'll be gone forever. I'll claim my rightful throne. I do want Zed and Rita dead. Yeah. So kill him. Machine Empire needs to be unstoppable. Yeah. While the kids are falling into a sinkhole, yeah. it just drops out, and then we get the worst fall. It's we the, get a couple. We get a couple of scenes in this episode that are that have not aged well. I don't, I don't kn- think they were good to be in the first place. No, I don't know where the money went on this episode. It probably it had to go into building the new command center. Yeah, because that thing's pretty legit. Yeah. But they fall into the sinkhole, and it's just, oof. Yeah. Ooh, boy. They do some bad falling. All right, you know the um, Mortal Kombat 4 continue screen? Yeah. Where, like, that was the first 3D one. Where you're just falling? Yeah, you're just falling forever as it counts down, and then if you don't continue, you hit the spikes at the end. Yeah. It looks worse than that. (laughs) And these are real people. Somehow (laughs) it looks worse than that. A lot of people shit on Mortal Kombat 4, like the way it looks. I thought it was pretty fucking crazy when I it first came. I enjoyed Mortal Kombat 4. It was I played it mostly in the arcade at the Cynodome. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty wild. You see the fucking side of that case, and you f- see fucking Quan Chi. You're like, whoa, you know? Yeah. What the fuck's going on? 
I thought it was exciting. I like Mortal Kombat 4, is all I was saying. But it, yeah, this uh, this effect looked worse than the continue screen of Mortal Kombat 4, just to give you an idea. Uh, but when they land, they land a bunch of, <laughs> like, they land in a little, like, shitty supply, or shitty little storage room. Where and, Goldar and Rito yeah, were. Yeah, Goldar and Rito were. In the whole last season. Yeah. They hear some noise, and Tommy says, I guess we should follow that. And now they're working their way underground. Up top. Meanwhile, the, the command center's just rebuilding itself? Yeah. And I we know. were talking about this because it's like, what's the fucking point of that? Yeah. It's rebuilding. It's like piecing itself back together. And I'm like, we know what's going to happen. There's an underground chamber. They're, that's where they're going to be. Where they built the White Ranger and all that. You know, like, that's where they're going to be now. So what's the fucking point of letting them know that they didn't move? A symbol of good. It has to be that. And that's it. yeah, and that's what we were talking about. That it has to be like something like a. It's symbolic that yeah. it means like the good still persists on this planet. Yeah, that's that like, you know, our flag was still there mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, we didn't let them Terry's win. So Goldar and Rito. They're digging through the trash looking for food because they got no memory. <laughs> so now they're eating trash. Yeah. And this is funny. This is a real just, I get, I, it feels like they have as much idea as we do because Goldar does not have wings. Yeah. And Rito says like, I don't know what's going on, but then you used to have golden wings. And he's like, wings? Did I? And he's like, I don't know, man. I don't know my own name. Yeah. It's real weird. It's yeah. real weird that he doesn't have wings. And, and they just acknowledge he doesn't have wings. Yeah, and, and they that's don't, it. <laughs> they don't understand why people are freaking out. They're like, come on. Yeah. They what have no we... yeah, they have no aware like their their memory is so fucking gone that they don't even know what monsters are because they be them. Yeah. And they scare people. So when people when they're trying to ask for directions or just ask questions to this White couple taking out their trash. People just freak out when they see him. Yeah. So, like, Goldar's, like, Rito's freaking out, and Goldar's like, don't worry, like, I'll take care of you. And Rito's like, yeah, you can take care of me. He's like, you're the best. And we're kind of, is this stripping away? Is this the heart of hearts? This is what we always wanted. Is this, yeah. Is this under all, under that bone, under that blue monkey flesh, is this the true hearts? Of our, our beloved characters. Yeah. That they're actually just good guys. It's all about... I think that Rito... Rito's a, the prince of evil, essentially, right? So he grew up in a house where, like, that's all he knew was, like, yeah. I gotta fuck people up and take shit. Yeah, and Goldar, coming from a war race, like a like a like just a warrior race. Yeah. Like we, see, we know what his brother looks like. We know what happened to his brother and all that. Like, just... So they're both born and bred to kill. Clear examples of a product of your environment. And now here we are to strip all that away and you just have the you just have a um ready to be molded heart here and we see some two good boys. Yeah, as we always knew. <laughs> <laughs> the best boys. Yeah. And speaking of the best boys, Bulk and Skull. Well, Skull is presenting Bulk a present that he bought for him and it's a New motorcycle with a sidecar yeah. purchased from his cousin Femur. Mm-hmm. Continuity. There's a lot of really cool like references in these two episodes to old stuff that happened. There is. There is. Yeah. There's some props. Because Femur w- has been brought up before. Yeah. And uh, Bulk doesn't like this motorcycle. Yeah. He's like, why'd you fucking buy this? You know, this is a hunk of junk. This rust bucket. And he's like, well, Femur was going to throw it out. And he's like, yeah, probably should have let him. <laughs> We're going to get this thing shining. It's going to be our crime-fighting machine. So back on the moon. Or, oh, by the way, uh, Goldar and Rito are nearby to, yeah. that, to that whole operation. But back on the moon, uh, this is where Rita... Um, they finally settle on living with Nono Vile. Yeah, so she's going to call Daddy. Yep. Underground, in the command center, uh, we're still looking for something, to just following the sound. Yeah. Just quick uh, cutting back and forth. On the moon, they get the video call with Nono. And he's like, Dad, Machine Empire here, can we come live with you? And he's like, eh, I guess so. You're going to bring your husband, I imagine, right? And my entire crew. 
Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you don't need to say that. You know, like it's it's a Mexican family. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You know what's happening. He's like, okay, I'll leave a key for you. You always got the. You always. You always got to bring in like like it's understandable. Like when she's coming, she know he knows that the family is coming. Yeah. But the only thing is like, what about your husband? Your husband coming too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like you know you bring in the kids, Squat and Babu, Finster. Whatever tengus you have left, yeah. yeah there's that. Yeah. We've seen that the command center has completely rebuilt itself, and the rangers hear Alpha, and Alpha's like, "Rangers, walk through the vortex." <sighs> they come up on this door that is a Resident Evil Two door opening loading screen. It is a. It is fucking. It is. I feel like it's worse than that. This looks like something out of Sega CD. Yeah. Pretty much looks something like Sega CD, or it looks it looks like an old like Midway shooter. It looks like well, this is kind of timely. It looks like the FMV uh, shooter uh, Area, Area Fifty One. Yeah, it looks I like was looking at it, and I was thinking Area Fifty One. Area Fifty. This looks like Midway Area Fifty One. Not what's going to happen September twenty first because you stick your unless hand. this is already out. <laughs> unless yeah, unless this is already out. Maybe we'll see how accurate this is then. Did you stick your hand through a goo door? So they say to walk through the d- vortex, this shitty door opens up, oh and this shitty God. goop leaks out from it. Yeah. And Tommy reaches out and puts his hand inside, pulls it out, and it's covered in cum. Yeah, he's just got, yeah, he's just got pre all over his fucking fingers. Yeah. Like, what the f- what the fuck? And, we're, and then they all walk through it, and I'm like, they better be gooey on the other end. And you say, that was just the... The toll for not going through. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just dip, if you just dip yourself into this fucking Sega Saturn launch title, if you just dip yourself into this shit and you pull back and you get cold feet, you back away, you good. Yeah. Fuck you for thinking, fuck you for playing with the door like that. Yeah. Is that, is that like, is it? <laughs> Like Zordon's just fucking little, like, you know what would be funny? (laughs) Like, Alpha, (laughs) let's cover them and come. (laughs) Like, if they don't go through. (laughs) Maybe that was a bug that they just couldn't work out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, the vortex is working. The vortex is working really great. Unfortunately, if you don't go all the way through, like, if you just, you know, like, you just dip in a little bit, you pull back covered in cup. (laughs) I don't know what's doing that. Maybe it's the Eltar magic. I don't know. Uh, we'll try to work it out. Once Billy's here, maybe he can figure it out. Yeah. But right now, if you don't go through the door all the way, you're going to get cummed. But if you go through all the door, you go through the door all the way, you're fine. Fully clean. Fully clean. Yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's, 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 I, maybe it's something to do. It's like our world, cum dimension. <laughs> then, then like Zordon, the command center. It's and somewhere like, in there, the the come. He says, "I don't know." It might it might be like when Nightcrawler bamfs, and yeah. like, do you remember in X Men Evolutions where they slow him down and he goes through hell? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh shit, it's hell." But like them slowing him down. Yeah, like what like, happens in between? Why it smells like brimstone and all that? It's because yeah. it's hell. Because he's going to hell. And yeah, yeah. It's like the same thing. Like they go to the cum dimension and then they get yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking what are, like you morph, and there's like a brief smell of cum. <laughs> just like just for a second, it's like just something. To, like just the way the powers work. You know, we had to the morphing grid. Unfortunately, the, the Zeo. Pa- so every pet set of powers attaches to the morphing grid in a different way, <laughs> and uh, the Zeo crystal. Because it's phallic shaped a little bit, apparently it it's it goes to the cum dimension. Since it is a protein based crystal, <laughs> it's a protein. It's a is a it's a so, crystal rich in protein. When you go through it, the morphing grid, it, it you dip into a cum dimension, real quick, real quick. That's why the inside of the suit's always just a little wet. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. Why you get a little pre-stain? That's why the green and the pink suits are just so shiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> all the powers, different sources, and all that. This one is based in cum. <laughs> it's not shape powered. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, like shape power is the best. Sh- the shapes 
is the most we try to keep it abstract because you know they have a theme. You know, the other ones like ancient dinosaur, you base like ancient dinosaur power. This one's like life and what's life like come, right? Mm -hmm. So we didn't want to just make you come rangers, so we called you Zeo. Every, called you... Everything would be the white ranger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> and we just made it shapes. We didn't want to draw too heavily on the come, but that is what your powers are based upon. The Zeo crystal is a cum crystal. And <laughs> that's it. So the rangers are in the new command center, and they're walking around, and they're kind of freaking out. They're because like, what the fuck is this? There's money on display. Like, this set piece looks nice. It does. It, it looks fucking great. I'm going to be 100% honest. It looks better than the movie Command Center. I like the movie Command Center for if... Okay. To me, the power chamber is the definitive Command Center. I would say... I love the movie Command Center, like, a whole lot, whole lot. That could be just because of the, the high-grade film. Yeah. I wonder what this would look if this would stand up with high with like uh, using movie quality film for this, if the if this would stand up as well. But you're right, this is fully like this is a full on, like set. This looks great. This, yeah. This has a lot of fuck. Alpha has a little dock. Yeah. Alpha has a house now. He's got an alpha shaped hole that he lives in. That it's dump smoke. Specifically to his measurements. Yeah. So you would have to alpha shape yourself to try and fucking go through that. Because it is perfect for him to just walk through without moving an inch. Just Plug in and go to sleep. Yeah. Face the corner, Alpha. Yeah. They love that, like, everything's there, that everyone survived. They're like, wow, where did this place come from? They're like, the power chamber's always been here. Yeah. We just don't use it. We just thought that maybe there's a time where the command center would be compromised and we'd have this. And everyone's like, hey, what's going on with Zordon? This is real fucked. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry, Rangers. I guess I should have told you right away. And everybody looks just down. Shot to every one of them looking fucking morose. It goes to King Mondo and Machina and they're like, all that we survey will be ours to rule. Yeah. With, with an iron hand to be continued. What? Holy shit. They left you thinking Zordon was dead. <laughs> yeah. Said, I'm so sorry, Rangers. And then we cut to our next episode, which we'll get to after these messages. So Japan World Heroes was two weekends ago. Mm -hmm. And it was a ton of fun. It was. Yeah. We had a great time. We went in there. We saw some great artists that we follow on Twitter, like CV Illustrations. He does exclusively Sentai stuff, so always check him out. Uh, Henshin Vault, the art of JC, Alicantra, and Sentai jackets were there. JC was selling his uh, metal SPD badges and yeah, yeah. Uh, Sky's Sky's little metal bracelet, patches, bandanas, all of his hand-designed. Like metal, metal jewelry, like, yeah, yeah. And Sentai Jackets was there selling their Bandai Japan official jackets. Great stuff. All of the incredible dealers, Legends Comics and Games, who get so many Boom Studios exclusive covers, they all have Lord Draken on them. I know we're done with Lord Draken for right now, but <laughs> they all have Lord Draken on yeah. them. Um, Super Nick Kanger, who we follow on Twitter, he does some great mashup. Marvel and Toku stuff. Like, he does Ghost Rider with Kamen Rider Ghost. Uh, here in the Ranger Room, we currently have a Kamen Rider Blade and a Battleized Red Ranger prints that Super Nick Kanger did. Those were signed by Ryuji Sane. A Kamen Rider Blade print, which is signed by Takayuki Subaki. And um, we got to meet some future guests on the show, like Stephen Sean Ford, who played Kamen Rider Dragon Knight in the American version of that. Or Freddy's favorite, T.J. Storm. Mm -hmm. He was a uh, bear Godzilla in the legendary 
Yeah, the bear pictures in the legendary films. Yeah, just most recently coming off of King of the Monsters. Yeah, yeah. all of the actors that played uh, King Ghidorah. Yeah, yeah, all three heads: Itch, Knee, and Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, excellent, excellent people. Fantastic people. We've got yeah. uh, T.J. Storm, always a gentleman. Some future guests on the show. Yeah, so it was an incredible time. Scott and Lauren always put on a good show. For our fans, the next show to go to is definitely Power Morphicon. But if you're in the California area and you want to go to ToonCon, Robo Toy Fest, any of Scott's shows, head down to the Pasadena Convention Center. He's doing one, it seems like, every other month. Man's a beast. Machine. Never stops working. Machine, dude. And uh, all these shows are always fun. They're always fun. Yeah. Uh, this one, we didn't spend too much time at. We were there for maybe about three and a half hours. It felt. I think it was a little more because we left around two or three. Yeah, we left around two, but um, yeah, like it was a good time. Uh, for only we were there from about ten to two, or ten thirty to two, something like that. But it was, uh, like it's a good feeling calm because like this is a good like good space, good floor, um, good amount of people, but you don't feel. Rushed, uh, you know, like the kind of feel you would get at a con. Yeah, you know I mean, it's yeah. really easy going. Uh, everyone is so welcoming. Uh, like you said, we could talk about the vendors, everyone's professional. You can chit chat with anyone, uh, there. Like, they're all just super approachable. Yeah, good, uh, real good stuff. The cut, uh, this the conventions that Scott always throw, always want to give him a fist bump for uh, throwing them because I've never had a bad time. At Don't shake his hand, don't shake his hand. <laughs> he doesn't like that fist bump. Yeah, fist bump for Papa Scott. So, next big con to hit is Power Morphicon. It'll be September 1st through the 3rd at the Pasadena Convention Center. We'll be there for sure all three days. We'll even be there the next day. Getting wild. Going to Disneyland. Getting wild. Maybe with one of you for 15000 a month on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Powerplaythrough. You want to rent us? That's fine. <laughs> We're going to be bringing a few extra people along. Yeah. Like that. Fucking liar. You have to deal with him. We apologize for that. Yeah. But we'll make sure he doesn't lie to you. Yeah, we will tell Steve that he is to be on his best truth-telling behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe all leg Sean Taylor. <laughs> we might be bringing the whole crew that was there at the founding of the PP Puddle, which is what we call our fans, the Puddle. That's news to me, but <laughs> no, yeah. I'm kidding. No, we don't call our fans the puddle. <laughs> but it was a great time. Uh, they had great vendors, great merch. Yeah. Uh, showrunners were on top of things. Um, easy to get our badges. Extremely easy. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was a very smooth run convention. Yeah. Um, that's everything. Thank you for having us out, and we'll see you at the next one. A Zio Beginning Part 2, as we said, aired April 23rd, 1996. Same creative team. We start right in the command chamber. The power chamber is what this is called. That's going to be hard to get used to saying. And they just say, Zordon's fine. He's here. Yeah, completely, completely different dialogue. Yeah. There was, a, like, it's the line asked, where it's like, where's Zordon? Same same footage, but the alpha, the alpha line is completely changed, and there's no cuts to their individual expressions of grief. And we see Zordon come down from the heavens yeah. in the tube, yeah. which is reminiscent of the time he came from the bottom of the tube. Yeah, he, yeah, he reversed... Augustus Gloop. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's so excited to see him. They're like, hey, man. Yeah, I'm here, Rangers. <laughs> We're good. He's got a smaller tube. It doesn't command. He's it's not the centerpiece. It's not the, it's not the centerpiece of the power chamber. Yeah. Like it was in the command center. It is, it's smaller. He, he, he feels this is more ergonomical. Yeah. Don't need to be too big, you know. As we've seen, Zoran can fit in whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So I guess that big one was just kind of like all smoke and mirrors, just kind of like, eh, I'm like, you know, I'm like the fucking Wizard of Oz. You know? Well, I mean, like, at that point, like, he had to, 
he had to take Rangers in. So everything had to be like, I am the great and powerful Zordon. Yeah. Wizard of Oz style, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, like, well, yeah, because like uh, Zayud Ranger, you know, was, well, like Wicked Witch rides a bicycle. It had Flying Monkey, very yeah. Wizard of Oz shit. Uh, the only thing they didn't fully capitalize on was Barza, who was a wizard, wasn't the great and powerful Oz. No. So, when they did this, they're like, oh, there's already a Wicked Witch. She has a flying monkey. Fucking full-on Wizard of Oz. You know, in the in the tube and everything. You know? Yeah. So, that, that makes sense why it was that way. And now, Zordon's like, you guys know who the fuck I am. Oh, yeah, uh, Tanya, you're from, like, 80s Yo, Africa. <laughs> it's so crazy, because he's like, hey, Tanya, this is pretty fucking weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Sorry that you didn't get time to just be a ranger and do ranger shit, but here we are. It's a war. Here's the new villain. Yeah. <laughs> like, because all, all the lights, like, flash and go off, and she's just, like, looking around like crazy. He's like, all right. Sorry you live. Sorry. We forgot. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, Tanya, trooper. What a fucking trooper. Yeah. She's taken everything in stride. Yeah, and they're like, dark forces descended upon our galaxy, and they're like, Rita and Zed, though. And they're like, yeah, no, they're they're done. They, they gotta go. Yeah, so, like, King Mondo's here. Yeah, and Zordon gives very, very interesting uh, lore tidbit here, which I love, and I think it's the juiciest part of the Machine Empire so far. Yeah. That... The, United was a United Federation of Evil or something like that. Yes, alliances of evil. Alliances of evil. So, basically, we're you know, Diva Talks and all of them had their little, <laughs> their soiree, right? Is yeah, that, is that the same thing? Probably. Yeah. yeah. And so, these ga this galaxy was designated as Rita and Zed's galaxy. Yeah. But Mondo said, "I don't care whose galaxy it is. It's mine." Because he's been creating a kind of like pathway of the machine empire. And Earth and our solar system are in the way of his conquest of everything. Because yeah. it seems like he's trying to take a character that we don't know about yet. In quotes, quote unquote, know about Dark Spectre's empire from him. Yeah. Yeah, he broke off from the Alliance. He, this is like they... I like to think... It's very interesting to me because that means there's like a lot of bureaucracy that happens with this uh, with this evil alliance. Yes, which is cool. Well, I think that's really cool. And I think that Mondo hasn't been around because well, this is Zed shit. Rita has that's that's his uh, that's his underboss. Rita, you know, was handling it, and when she failed to um, failed to perform, Zed came in, took over, you know, and that's where we've been. Yeah. Realize and that Rita's pretty powerful if she could stand up to these guys because he can't beat them. Yeah. So, so Mondo coming in now, going against the, um, just, just fucking bypassing all the fucking red tape and all that, the evil alliance, and just coming in because this is, again, probably very, uh, very, um, uh, this is another, is a very machine trait. You know, this is probably the most optimal path. Yeah. Cutting through here, if you get rid of Earth, this is such is probably such a strategic point, you know, um, just because of, like, the consistencies with it, what happens, you know, with, uh, with like, just the ties to the morphing grid and all that shit. It's probably a very uh, pivotal or, uh, like I said, a very uh, advantageous uh, area to claim. And that's, that's probably simply simple as that for them, where it's just like, well, that's our next spot. Doesn't matter who's fucking in charge of it. We'll process it. Uh, we'll um, what's the board shit called? Why can't I fucking think of what? Assimilate. It's... Yeah, assimilate it. Uh, uh, strip away all the non necessities. You know, and keep moving on our way as we as we just paint everything machine empire. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. I like that. It ma it made the world feel bigger. It did. It did. And we see Rita and Zed getting into Serpentera, getting ready to go to Dad's house, and the Machine Empire is out there. We get to hear from, um, so we see the other parts of the court. We see uh, Sprocket, or little little Prince Sprocket. 
Yes. <laughs> Little obese robot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mondo and Machina's son. Yeah, and then we also see, um, what's their name? Their butler. It's Clank and, like, Orbital. Or, like, yeah, Orbis and Clank or something yes. like that. Yeah, like, we, we, I like, we're getting a little bit of their dynamic because he speaks up about Sprocket being a fat little shit, you know. Yeah, and he's and, like, you dare to speak out against my son, your prince? I, I, okay, we'll see, we'll see what's, like, I, visually, their visuals are the most memorable thing about them, for, for, for me, from way back when. I think... I think that I was upset about something with King Mondo. I think that he was he was doing his job as a heel yeah. and making everything about him off-putting to me. Yeah. And Queen Machina, there's something about the texturing on her that also made her off-putting to me. Like her corduroy face kind of thing going on it's there? It's her corduroy face and her, like, her, like, weird metal bustier. Yeah, she's got a... Um she looks regal. What's, she what, looks she's, regal as she's fuck. got like some semblances to uh, that uh, old um, the Metropolis, you know that female robot for the famous. Uh, you know, you know what it is. It's that I've never cared for steampunk. I don't. I'm not. A and f- she feels incredibly steampunk. I'll tell you what this whole fucking aesthetic is right now, Buster. What? The Machine Empire is whiz as fuck. I know we were already talking about Wizard of Oz, but I'm talking about The Wiz. The Machine Empire is very The Wiz unsettling vibes. Hmm. Like, they look like they came out of the carnival that the Tin Man's from in The Wiz. Yeah. They look like in the Wicked Witch's uh, fucking uh, sweatshop. They look like the machinery in there. You know, like they have... I don't know what to call that. I don't know what that is. That 70s... Neo funky future. <laughs> yeah, Captain I mean, fucking New Japan. Yeah, I had I said funky future, so that's so, so, so I think I'm right. Yeah, yeah. Like I like the visuals were the thing that stood out as a kid. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of how these guys interact, what their personalities are like. Like you got it, Fat King, beautiful wife, fat little kid. Yeah, you got that part. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. and. We both kind of, like, I was surprised that you said your favorite was uh, the butler, because he was, like, my favorite, too. Yeah. So, I think, I, I, like, I'm looking forward to see more of him. His aesthetic is what it's about, right? Yeah, he looks great. He looks great. Well, he's the only one without a gross face. Mm-hmm. He's got that cool, that half, and, the like, with the the one side being the, like, what is that so of? He looks like a... He looks like the the acting mask, the like comedy tragedy face. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The or the <laughs> the bottoms cry now, laugh later. <laughs> so Bulk and Skull are being best friends working on their motorcycle and they smell something stinky and they're like, What is that? Is that me? Nope. Is that me? Nope. Bulk, you expecting someone stinky? Because they hear a knock on the door. He's like, I'm not expecting anyone stinky. They knock again, and they're like, just come in. Gold Arm Rito. Yeah. They scream at each other. They have they have a chase scene where they're just kind of running around the room. and Cheech and Chong, nice dreams. Yeah. That's what you're referencing, right? <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> That's the one that had, well, that, that was one of the two to have uh, Paul Rubens in it. Hmm. He's so good in that. The hamburger man. <laughs> so they're they're all running around and then they all bonk heads at the end yeah. and the humans fall over, passed out. Yeah. While Goldar and Rito are just kind of like, like, what happened? Yeah. Um, so this is where the Rangers learn everything about the Machine Empire that they have to learn because Zordon already has cameras in their house. <laughs> yeah. They learn about it, and then they're uh, talking about getting their powers, and then we get to see that the cogs and their octopus ships are just still raining down fire upon Rita and Zed, even though they're right outside of Serpentero, which looks very small. Looks like a, yeah, looks very small. This is um the beginning of Serpentero's, like, size discrepancy. Yeah. Because it gets, anytime we see this fucking thing from here on out, it 
wildly varies. Uh, the most egregious being Forever Red. Yeah. When that shit, like, that episode switches, like, three times on its size. Like, it, that, we're a ways off, but fuck. Superhero is supposed to be massive. This thing's uh, fucking huge. At Skull's house, Goldar and Rito wake them up with Rito's stinky-ass armpits. <laughs> and they're like, what happened? They're like, well, we just want to move in. Yeah, it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, guys, sorry to bother you. Can we move in? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, we'll do anything to move Right in. off the street. Mm. Yeah, they're like, anything? Anything. Yeah. And Rito looks at Goldar like, not anything. Yeah, don't say that. I'm, I don't, don't use want these that. boys to fuck me. <laughs> don't use that verbiage, please. Just like, let's not, don't say anything. And Goldar's like, yeah, I guess I didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rita said, and uh, their crew, they all decide to take off on Serpentera, and they're leaving Goldar and Rito behind because they obviously failed to get the Zeo crystal. Yeah, if they can't even get back here, fuck them. Yep. We're gone. So the threat assessment continuing, and then we have our big... Reveal. Yeah. Where Billy, while working with the Alien Rangers, has decided that his time as a Power Ranger is done. He is a greater help. Uh, he's a greater asset to the Rangers when he is the man at the at the command you know, at the console. When you know, he's like, the real leader. Yeah, when he's yeah, when he's working from the power chamber. Yes. Power, yeah, okay. When he's I told you that's gonna be hard. Yeah, when he's working from the power chamber that is where he he will excel. That's where he's the he can best help the Rangers. Like Tanya, you said, the real leader. You know, like yeah. Tanya disagrees and says, "No, I'm new. You know how to handle the power. Take mine." He goes, yeah. "No, you're a Power Ranger now. Yeah, this is where I'm best." And Zordon thanks him for when the Alien Rangers showing up, becoming the leader without being asked. Mm -hmm. That he that he stepped up and he ran this team. God damn and the right Alien he did. Rangers team. God damn right he did. With no power. Mm-hmm. 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 Billy. Billy has been since season two, okay. I feel like Billy's been the leader. Since Jason walked away. Yeah. Billy's been the leader. Yeah. Quietly has been uh the most reliable, the most dependable, uh the just the um, he, he, like you said, he has been the leader since season two, it feels like. Since Jason left, uh, he would be the one that any of the Rangers would turn to. It's been like a Patrick Stump, Pete Wentz thing. Yeah. Where, like, <laughs> I feel like Patrick is the head of Fallout Boy, but, like, Pete's the face. Pete, yeah, and Pete's, Pete's, the, Pete's the mind behind it, too. And Tommy is the face of Power Rangers. Yeah, Tommy, Billy, exactly. Billy runs you know, shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, this, this... This analogy has some legs, honestly. Has some legs because it tru truly is like that. Because Pete Wentz, the, he's the reason for the success of Fallout Boys. And I'm not, not talking about him as a musician. And I'm not talking about him as a pretty boy, even though he is pretty and he is he does he does lend a lot in that department. But that man has had a layout for that band from the start. Yeah. And he's the reason, like, he's, he's the main reason for the success. He's, he had a... Thorough and well thought out plan trajectory for this band, and he saw it through. He is the mind of it. He is Fallout Boy, and Billy has quietly made himself the Wentz of the group. Yeah, <laughs> he is the leader of the Power Rangers, with or without a suit. Yeah, that's and that's that's the best part too. I love it. Yeah, all of them were fucking kids, but they had all their fucking faculties. Yeah, they they still had the knowledge they had. Like they like. It wasn't like before where you get turned back and then like you're who you are when you were then. It's there's just them just in their kid body so they can't attain ranger form. Yeah. That's it. So they're still who they are. Tommy could still be Tommy, but you know what? He was still Tommy, which is a little bitch. <laughs> little whiny titty baby. Yeah. <laughs> where Billy was like, all right, shit needs to get done. The alarm goes off. Tanya has her freak out about, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the modern world scaring the ever-loving shit out of Tanya. Yeah. Who's from the Africa in the 80s. <laughs> the Machine Empire has started their descent upon Earth, and they're ready to do stuff. Bulk and Skull are being taken care of by their... Cabana boys. Their Cabana boys, the manservant yeah. duo. Yeah, they got the, like, the... 
they got the fans. They're lounging back, having themselves some. They're they're drinking some. They're tropi- drinking out of some pineapples. Well, yeah, some tropical drinks. Fanning them behind them is a bass drum that says "Vote for Bulk." Yeah, it's the same fucking one that uh, Skull was banging on when uh, Bulk was going to be a uh, school president, yep. class president. Nice. That's how you use some props. <laughs> Good continuity. Of course I'd be in this fucking garage. <laughs> At the power chamber, the Zeonizers are presented to the new Rangers, yeah. and their powers are given to them. Yeah. So Zeo Ranger 1 being Catherine. Yeah. 2, Tanya. And then, once we get to Rocky, who's in the middle, Zordon's like, now some of y'all got your colors changed. The rest of you got your colors yeah, changed. Yeah, the rest of you got... Technically, Tanya didn't because her predecessor was also yellow but still like the rest of y'all got your colors changed rocky you are now the blue ranger and he looks at billy like what yeah. no <laughs> when and what he's saying this i'm red yeah when he's saying this too when zordon's saying this alpha is on the side with billy and he's just kind of like patting him on the shoulder like i know yeah <laughs> i know bud i know what that means adam we know we fucked up you're moving up the card yeah you're the green ranger yeah and because we are contractually obligated, Tommy, you are the Red Ranger. <laughs> Zero Ranger 5. They yeah. all take off their helmets. They look great in those they suits. They look great. They look great. Uh, one, little, one, little, one little thing. Pink and yellow with the helmets on and with a thick neck pad. Nah. Nah. Look, look, look a little trouble. Look a little and, chonk. And... Uh, not not Tanya's the like Tanya's suit actor. Like I don't have any like qualms with her, mm-hmm. but Catherine's suit actor in the Zeo Ranger pink suit is thick. Yeah, like a thick man. Like and not. She looks like the Zeo toys that came out. Yes, at yes. I, uh, this one, like, absolutely. Absolutely, first just nip in the butt. No body shame whatsoever. Anyone could be a fucking ranger. It doesn't matter what your physicality is. Yeah. We know that. I'm just saying it doesn't look like either of them. It doesn't look like Tani. It doesn't look like Cat. These are some these are some uh, puffy fe- fellas. In yeah. There. <laughs> like and and like they're fellas in there. Yeah. They're they're not the same body shape and it's it takes me out of it. No, yeah, I'm just, not gonna be a dick about it. It's yeah. just that moment where you're like, Oh Yeah. You just notice things. We're in our thirties. We're we have a Power Rangers podcast. We're watching it. We're meant to find something humorous and be entertaining. Just something we notice. We got a little trouble not action with the pink and yellow. Uh, Once they get their powers, what's revealed behind them is the museum of their old powers, which is cool. I like that. I don't like that. There's no Green Ranger in there. Fair point. I like the center one though with all the weapons. Yes. I think that's cool as shit. But it is all of their old suits on mannequins and all of their old weapons are presented as a testament to the past of their power. Yeah. What has come before you. Yes. So So, King Mondo's like, all right, let's just fucking, you know, like, let's just send down some shit. Let's get it going. (laughs) We get our first It's Morphin' Time of Power Ranger Zeo. Where I'm surprised it was in its morphin' time and not a back into action since they're already in the suits, just not the helmets. Mm. But we got, yeah, you know, posterity's sake, we got to get it. We got to see the new pose. Pop everything. it. Let's lock up them Zionizers. The new it's morphin' time, and then the Rangers fight the cogs in a very, like... It's, 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 a, it's a sand factory. It, it's like any quarry in any town where yeah. the, there's just piles of rocks and sand. Yeah, but we got one of those. Machinery. Yeah, we got one of those uh, sand those, processors. Yeah, yeah, we we making gravel, we making sand. Um, but they're fighting them there. Uh, Tommy like, does a crazy kick where like they freeze frame it, everything goes black, and then color just bursts of color, and then he kicks them. Yeah, uh, you said it was a very rider kick. Yes. Uh, Adam has a cool. Uh, sequence next episode no no like uh not not that part but like he's on top of the like the uh the rock crusher like conveyor belt thing yeah and he knocks a cog off that and the cog falls the like whole way onto the the pile below yeah it's just sand so it's a easy and a soft enough fall but it looked cool yeah that's all i want to say oh there it is yeah, is this one too yeah 
Yeah, there it is. That guy does like a half gainer. He hits the ground, makes sure he's not dead, and then he rolls down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cog can like open up their faces and blast them. Pretty cool looking. Uh, Tanya showing off that she is more than capable. She's a natch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rocky doing stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's doing some fighting. He gets uh, overtaken by the cogs a little bit, but you know it's fine. He does some does some a uh, little uh, scug action. A little scuggy. <laughs> gets yeah, a little he makes sc- some touch, and then they all start electrifying. Yeah, get a little scuggy. In here. Don't worry. The the <laughs> the software has been it's well 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 upgraded, so they don't they don't go away. But like it still kind of fucks with them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's like magnets touching, you know, on yeah. the computer. Yeah, yeah. It's a so the Rangers beat the Cogs. The excess ones slip away through a weird Cog gear portals, portal. Yeah. yeah, it's a gear portal. Yeah. And so Mondo's like, oh, you're physical defenseless after all. Yeah. But he doesn't, he, he don't sweat no Rangers. Yeah, he's like, it's going to be fun to have a little enemy, isn't it? Queen Machine. She's like, yeah. It's been getting boring taking over these planets. Let's have someone fight us back. Yeah, and like so, they're just they're uh, full of certainty. Yeah, that the Rangers, while they'll be a fun little diversion, they're not going to win. Yeah, they're so, they're the Machine Empire. Yeah, five people aren't going to take care of it. Yeah, nothing has stood in the way. Like any any resistance has, even if it's been even if it was slow, has been uh, overwhelmed by the Machine Empire. Yeah, inevitability. Uh, to round out the episode, Bulk and Skull are just living it up yeah. in their house, getting fanned by Goldar and Rito. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to be fanned faster, so Rito just starts fanning fast as fuck. Yeah. There's a... <laughs> um, we end with uh, Ernie's Juice, Ernie's Outdoor. Yes. Where the boys coming around, Billy's in his sad grays. Yeah, Billy is without power, so he can only wear gray now. Tommy... Red flannel. Everybody has bought new outfits. Yeah, everyone's yeah, or everyone's already gotten new outfits going. Yeah, red flannel for Tommy. Uh, Rocky looking like he's uh, ready for that uh, employee interview with his blue uh, button up. He, he looks like a Best Buy employee, but he also was wearing the thinnest gold chain, like he's ready to knock over a pizza place for Tony <laughs> Soprano. <laughs> and then uh, Adam. Well, Adam's just. What was he sporting? He's just sporting a gr- uh, green tea. Just a nice green tight tea. green tea. Cat comes in with Tanya, lets everyone know that uh, she she's uh, she's moving in with her. Parents said that she could stay, uh, and also <laughs> she has her enrolled, and she'll be starting tomorrow, just like that. And sorry, you can't be there anymore, Billy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, you can't come to high school anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, a real, real big self-exile, I guess. <laughs> yep. Everyone's sad that Billy's not going to be there. Yeah. Be- and Adam's the one that brings all the emotion down because he's still a sad boy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's his nature. It's yeah. going to be really weird not having Billy there. And Billy's like, I'll be there, just in a different way. Yeah. We bring it together, end there, and uh, we get some funny outtakes at the end. That that whole fan faster, we get a another... Or maybe an extended cut of that, where we just see fucking Rito going nuts with that fucking fan. It was real funny. Um, but yeah, there's a first two fucking episodes of Power Rangers Zeo. Yeah, it was a it was a fun time. It was a wild ride. It was really cool. I enjoyed um, it. It was fresh. Uh, I'm so hyped to be looking at new suits, to be talking about new Rangers. It's an interesting time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I feel you on that. I feel yeah. You. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about Zio right now. We've got two episodes in the can. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be here for a little bit, so I think you'll hear, he'll, you'll hear, you'll hear a lot about this. Uh, Zio. I'm a, I'm a Franken beans. <laughs> Frank, I'm a Southern Franken beans. Let me let that molasses fall out of my mouth. Okay. You'll hear all of our thoughts on Zio over the course of season four. Ad nauseum. Yes. So here's where we're going to cut it off. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. 
If you meet us, you like us, yeah. you like the show, head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough where for as little as $5 a month, you can get 30 episodes of VR Troopers. You can get however many Beetleborgs episodes are out. And Probably at least six. <laughs> yeah, well, right now, yeah, yeah, at least six. And it ain't stopping there. No. And it is not stopping there. Can't stop, won't stop, bad boy. Mm-hmm. You know, all of it. So Patreon, head over there. Social media, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Yeah. We're there, though. We're there. You play if, that, if that is your way, we're there. Yeah, you'll get all of our posts from Instagram <laughs> on there. Uh, we are on Twitter and Facebook at P Playthrough. We're on Instagram at Power Playthrough. Follow us there. We're doing giveaways on Twitter and Instagram. So head over there. Keep hang up out. on it. Yeah. Comics, Necessary Evil, all that stuff. Uh, Rainer? Uh, yes. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to get yourself a digital download of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, get yourself a koozie, a pin, get yourself some vinyls, get yourself uh, Danny's Undying Love, mm-hmm. and a digital download of our song and all of their music. Scenery. A lot it's of pay what you want. Good little EP. Yeah. A lot of pay what you want. Pay what you want. Pay what you feel is fair. They'll love you. Yes. That's all we got for you. Japan World Heroes, August 17th. Whamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> Do we need a new sign off? Uh, no, just made a power protect you, right? <laughs> Cricket Invasion 2019. <laughs> Grasshopper. God damn it. <laughs>